0: Hello and welcome to another episode on Rosecast. Welcome to the first main topic of the year. The first podcast that was shared on this platform was the congratulatory note for you as uh, an as a welcome note for the year 2022. So if you've not listened to that podcast, then do well to go to go listen to the previous podcast before this to enjoy your congratulatory note and just a little update into what Rosecast will be into. Um, for this year and also to add quickly um, the probability of using intro songs um, Is low I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be using intro songs this year I'm I'm really looking into not using intro songs this year because I don't want issues with copyright uh, or copyright issues rather so Last year it was really heavy on my heart and I really thought about it a lot and even though I'm really being reluctant in doing that um, I really think it would be better for me so, not use intro songs however intro songs may play in when i would sing on my own and somebody else is playing a piano on the background i think i tried that twice um last year in two different podcasts i tried that so except in those cases and i'm actually thinking of doing that in my random episodes rather right if you are if you've been a constant on rosecast you know in my random i do random things but don't worry they are not very silly things so unless that would be in the random on main topics i would um i'm choosing to opt out from using intro songs however i'm still open to hearing what your suggestions are and if you think i should still keep on with the intro songs kindly let me know and the reason why i'm saying this is because for this topic that i'm going to share today um, there's a song that i would have loved to um share with you that is in tune with this um, topic today and that song is um not by mind not by power by tasha cops i don't know if that's actually the title of the song i can't remember or whether it's by the spirit but that's the song i would have loved to um share in, ad, in addition or to help this put this topic like to have in the, the song for this topic so just a quick because I just want to sing it a little bit because I really love it. Not by mine, not by power, by your spirit God, send your spirit God, not by mine, not by power, by your spirit God, send your spirit God. So yes, that's a song by Tasha Cobbs, and that would have been the song I would have played for this topic. So already I rambled a lot. I don't know if you like call that rambling, <laughs> but yes, I've shared what um I want to add an intro talk for today, so without talking more or without saying what is not part of today's topic, let's ride into today's podcast. Now, the inspiration for this topic came sometime last year, November 2021, but I didn't I wasn't led, I didn't feel the in to share it, I just felt I needed to just be on a pause to wait, and as I was going through uh, my list of topics for 2022, uh, with the carryover of topics from last year, this topic of course was among it, and you know, as I was just meditating and brooding my spirit on what topic to share here, this topic struck out the most, and what other better time to share it? done now. And of course, it's always the first time of, for everything because this is the first time I'll be sharing on the Holy Spirit. Now, by the way, this description was supposed to come in the intro talk, but I used the intro talk to talk about other things. So pardon me. This is just a unique twist to today's um, podcast or today's particular episode. However, the Holy Spirit is a very um important part. He is an important part of the Christian work And any Christian who seeks to live a purposeful and meaningful life under the direction of the of 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 God needs the direction of the Holy Spirit. Now all this concept and every other thing I'll be sharing with you will continue on on today's podcast. who is the holy spirit now the holy spirit is the spirit of god the holy spirit is an expression of god in this time to help us walk um, this christian walk to help us run the christian race effectively and as the way god wants us to the holy spirit is the gift of god to man after the resurrection of jesus christ now in the book of john um, chapter 4 13 to 16 Um, rather John chapter 14 to 16 so chapter 14 chapter 15 chapter 16 Jesus Christ in these chapters expressed and explained who the Holy Spirit is and his work um, in our lives and his work and his purpose in the life of every believer now the beautiful thing about the Holy Spirit is that he tells us the mind of God now If you are not a Christian, you must have heard um, Christians talk about, God spoke to me, God talked to me. Now, the expression of this or the the experience of this is through the Holy Spirit and presence, the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is... God's gifts to man. So anyone who believes in Jesus Christ and accepts him as his Lord and Savior receives the Holy Spirit as a gift. When Jesus Christ was about to leave earth, he told his disciples that I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit who will not speak of himself but will say everything that the Father needs to be said. Now the Holy Spirit is here to just tell us the mind of God and for a Christian to leave um a proper christian life in order to live it to the pleasing of god the holy spirit is number 1 it's number 1 priority so that means to see that no christian can live the christian life without the holy spirit now the holy spirit is a personality is a person it is not the holy spirit is not an it the holy spirit is not an abstract the holy spirit is a personality so it means that the holy spirit can express Um, himself can express um, displeasure, can express agreement. However, most of what I'm going to talk about will be continuing this podcast as you stay on with me. Now, the Holy Spirit is a gift. He, he, He is a gift. The Holy Spirit is a gift and The Holy Spirit is received. So, a person who believes in Jesus Christ will receive will will receive the Holy Spirit. So, it's not the Holy Spirit is not forced upon any individual. However, he is a gift, and one has to receive him um, into one's life. Now, what what is the ministry of the Holy Spirit? We see that in John chapter fourteen, verse twenty six. The previous chapters that I mentioned, or the 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 preceding or the subsequent chapters rather 15 and 16 talks more about um the presence of the holy spirit and what he more of what he's going to be what is what he is to do and what he does however um, john chapter 14 verse 26 gives us an insight into more like a summary of who um what the ministry of the holy spirit is now the holy spirit is a comforter so it is the holy spirit that can comfort, that comforts a believer. The Holy Spirit is a comforter. When Jesus Christ was saying that, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you the Holy Spirit who will comfort you. The Holy Spirit, aside from being a comforter, the Holy Spirit is um, a teacher. So the Holy Spirit teaches us. So as a Christian, reading my Bible, the Bible could be read in a way that it is... um, read as a fiction it depends on uh the motive one approaches the bible with we have people who aren't christian who read who are who aren't christians who read the bible as it is and they could take their interpretation as they want to take now am i saying that um i don't read the bible with common sense no that's not what i'm saying however The Holy Spirit is the one that really teaches a Christian what the Bible is really saying. And what that means is that um, a Christian does not need to depend on another person for complete interpretation of the Bible. It doesn't mean that one cannot uh, learn from what another person has learned. For example, if somebody has read the Bible and has gotten inspiration from that particular passage, he or she could share and anyone listening could be blessed. However... A believer does not have to depend on that interpretation as exactly what the Bible is saying. So it is the role of every Christian to read the Bible for themselves and understand what the Bible is saying and understand what God is saying from the scriptures. And the one who helps us to really understand what God is saying from the scriptures is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit helps us to understand the Bible, helps us to understand the mind of God for us from the Bible. Another thing again is that There are certain scriptures that um, are very, very common in a Christian sphere. There are many scriptures that, as a Christian, one has memorized and, know, that is easily said, easily read everywhere, especially because of their theme or, you know, how encouraging they may be. However, from that same scripture, one could get multiple inspiration from it, and the one who makes that possible is the holy spirit now the holy spirit teaches us even the things that we don't know he, he teaches us he teaches us and lets us know what god is saying at the moment now the holy spirit also he is the one that brings to our remembrance now that's one of the th- reasons why christians we don't necessarily cram the bible i know that there are people that do cram the bible or do enforce people to maybe cram and all that and also we, we talk about memorization however we don't have to cram the bible we have to first of all understand it and engage in it and and get to know what god is saying from the scriptures at you know at that given time we are in however it is the holy spirit that brings to our remembrance that which he has taught us so now as you are reading the scripture the holy spirit is teaching you the holy Spirit is interpreting the Holy Spirit is helping you understand the mind of god in that passage it is the holy spirit that would also bring to your remembrance when you need that passage the most, so this this is these are the summary of what the Holy Spirit um, um does. The Holy Spirit reminds us of what God has said, what God is saying, and what God will say. Now, the Holy Spirit um also has another very important ministry and that is the ministry of conviction. In John chapter 15, from verse 7 to 15, Jesus Christ here describes that when the Holy Spirit comes, He's going to reprove men of sin. So the Holy Spirit will make men know that what they are doing or the way they are doing things is not the right way, is not in accordance to the will of God. Now, as a Christian, there are times when there are certain things that may be socially acceptable, but because of presence of the holy spirit in our lives he reproves us of those things and why is that The why is why it is that way is because there's a guideline there's a way that every believer should go there's a way that the lord may want each and every one of us to live um specially uniquely um and if you go against those uh, ways, the Holy Spirit will let us know that, no, what you are doing is, is wrong. So the Holy Spirit is more like an internal corrector that lets us know that you've missed the mark, even if it's not very clear to everyone or to ourselves that what we've done is wrong. Now, the Holy Spirit also, he's one of his, one of his very important ministry, is that he lets us Communicate with God. Now, with the presence of the Holy Spirit, one can hear God and one can know what God is saying. Now, like I said earlier, Jesus Christ in chapter 14 was saying that the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all that the Father has said. Now, what is God saying? The Holy Spirit is one that communicates that in our spirit. The Holy Spirit communicates that in our heart to know what God is saying at this point in time to us and also to remind us when we forget what God has said to us. Now, someone a Christian could be there and God could specifically tell tell the person, don't go this place, don't do this thing, don't do that thing. Now, going against all those things is a personal disobedience um, to what God has said. When a believer goes against those things, the Holy Spirit is the one that will convict um, that believer to turn away. And also, the other way the Holy Spirit also convicts is that through the life of a Christian. When a Christian is living the right life, he's living according to principles set down by God, his lifestyle is also going to convict others of their sin. Now let me just chip this in. For example, um in our I'm not saying in our current day and age, because there's always we've always had this um pattern in every generation we could see someone living a very moral righteous life and just that moral and righteous life uh, makes other people realize that they are actually really living um the wrong life now the holy spirit is the one who makes this even much more um impactful now you're not just living a moral life just for living's sake however your life that you are living becomes a message it is the holy spirit that strengthens and makes that even more impactful where your righteous living is not a way of um feeling self-righteous feeling better than other people however it becomes a message to others now the holy spirit also helps us um in times when we are weak now the holy spirit like jesus already i already said and as jesus said he's a comforter so the holy spirit is one that strengthens our weakness he's the one that helps us to obey god now the the standard of god is very perfect and no human is perfect we have weakness we have lapses and it's the holy spirit that gives us the empowerment to live up to the standards set by god the standards of God are very 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 high and the truth is that measuring it by our own standard we cannot keep up to that however when a man or a woman is empowered by the Holy Spirit that kind of man can live up to the standard of God and doing this does not depend on your ability on your capacity or on your experience however it just means you allow the Holy Spirit lead you and like I said how does the Holy Spirit lead you you have a communication with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lets you know what to do, what not to do, gives you an instruction, gives you an a correction, gives you tips, <laughs> gives you tips like informs you of things that are yet to happen and you know about them. So the Holy Spirit is a protector. He's a guide. You know there are certain things like I already said. There's some certain um, um instruction that may not seem as uh, a big deal. May, may not seem as a sin. However. When a Christian obeys, when a Christian obeys that instruction, they are protected from harm. There are very unique times when the Lord will say, "Don't go, don't go there, don't, don't, slam, don't take that transport, don't wear this dress." And when it, it, when that instruction is obeyed to the letter, at the end of the day, I realized that it was for my good, and there was something that God was either leading me to that was for my good, or um, protecting me for from that was. From my bad and at the end of the day i am still in his will another very important ministry of the Holy spirit is that he helps us remain in the will of god i already said the standard of god is very high however with the holy spirit helping us we are able to remain in the will of god these are so much more the holy spirit does but these are the very important things that the holy spirit does in the life of anyone who receives Now, what I said previously is a summary of who the Holy Spirit is and the summary of his ministry. Um, More would be known with the Holy Spirit as one continues in a relationship, in partnership with him, and as one spends time with the Word of God, knowing what God is saying. Then, there are evidences of the Holy Spirit. Now, when the Holy Spirit comes um, into the heart of any believer, apart from the work that he does they are gifts that the Holy Spirit um, gives to us and we can see that in the book of um, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 Um, and there are other places in the Bible where um, the the gift of the Holy Spirit is also being mentioned but this is actually one of the major places in the Bible where um, the gift of the Holy Spirit is shared such as healing such as faith such as um, um, miracles such as prophecy and so forth and so on these are the gifts of the holy spirit and then there there are evidences of the holy spirit now evidence evidences of the holy spirit which we also call fruit of the holy spirit seen in galatians chapter 5 from verse 19 to 22 it clearly now this this, this the, the evidence of the holy spirit or the fruit of the holy spirit is the manifestation of a person of of the, or the effect of the holy spirit on the life of any believer now, the Holy Spirit comes with gifts, like I said, which are used to do the ministry of God, which is used to do the ministry of, of ministry on earth, you know, which is somehow the showy type, the showy aspect you know, of the Holy Spirit, the showy aspect of um, ministry. However, the evidence and the fruit of the Holy Spirit is the if I will like say are the effect of the Holy Spirit working in the life of any believer. Now, what are the evidences? love joy peace patience kindness faithfulness gentleness and self-control now these are character based and that is what the holy spirit does you know as one spends time with the holy spirit this is what, these are the things that the holy spirit does in the life of any believer as one obeys as one is corrected as one um is in partnership with the holy spirit the fruit of the holy spirit shows off as the how much the holy spirit has worked on the life of any believer and that is why the fruit of the holy spirit weighs much more importance than even the gift of the holy spirit because there are a lot of people that have the gift but don't have have not been able to manifest the fruit and so they are not even able to maintain the gift that the holy spirit has given them however having the fruit of the holy spirit is very um is is, is character based and that means it can test The test of time, it can stand the test of time, (laughs) it can stand the test of time, and the evidence of the Holy Spirit in the life of a man or a woman. We know how is what causes more impact, is what causes lasting impact, is what causes, um, um, let's say it's what even preaches the the, the message of Jesus Christ much more than the gift in First Corinthians chapter 13, in the very last verse which i believe is first corinthians 13 13 you know there paul was saying that or paul said um there is faith there is love and there is hope but the greatest of, of all is love prior to death in verse 1 he was talking about the various things that could be seen as a manifestation of Um, the gift of the holy spirit said if you could speak in tongues if you could heal if you could um um, do miracles if you could do many things and yet you don't have love um all you are doing is in vain now love is the first fruit that is mentioned is one of the most paramount fruits of the holy spirit and that shows us the weight the weightiness that the fruit of the holy spirit has over the gift does it mean that the gift is not important no however more importance is placed on the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, when the Holy Spirit works in the life of a believer, as one lays down his own preference, as one lays down his own weakness, as one lays down his own um I'm looking for a word, I cannot remember. (laughs) But as one lays down their own way of handling situation and allowing God to help them do it better, they express more of the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And like I already said love, they express more love they express more joy, they express more faith, they express more patience, they express more kindness, they express more gentleness, they express more faithfulness, and they express more self-control. Now, I could go into each and every one of these, which I would actually go into. Now, starting from love, love, um, love is um, not just not just the plateau, not just platonic, not just familiar, not just erotic kind of love, but the agape kind of love that is very um, that is very very um, encompassing. You know, the kind of love that Jesus Christ spoke about, where it is open to forgiveness. The kind of love that 1 Corinthians chapter thirteen talked about. The kind of love that is kind patient the kind of love that does not get angry the kind of love that forgives there's the kind of love that jesus christ expressed you know this kind of love is not a love that shows love for love in return i was speaking with someone the other time and i was like most of us when, even when we are very sincere with the love we are sharing with to people to an extent we expect an amount of love in return it's just our natural natural tendencies to expect Um, something good when we also give something good however the kind of love that the holy spirit works in us is the kind of love that helps us to love our enemies that helps us to love those who don't like us that helps us to love those who annoy us um in the sense that we, we won't we won't go out of our way to harm them and when we have the opportunity to be of help to them we will help them even though we know that they don't have they may not have the good um they may not have a good aden- agenda towards us it's a kind of love that is open to sacrificing <laughs> and so this kind of love is very tough but this is the kind of love that the holy spirit works in the life of any believer now we have peace you know jesus christ says peace i live with you not as the word gives but this peace i give to you to let your heart not be troubled you see that in john chapter 14 around the ending verses now the law, the peace that the Holy Spirit gives to us, is not conditioned to our environment. It's not conditioned to our situation. It's the kind of love, that peace rather, that is hard to uh, understand and explain. It's the kind of peace that is so strong in turbulent times. The kind of peace that carries you through situations that you would normally have not carried. It's The kind of peace that leads you into the unknown, but then you have the confidence that God is with you because you know that that peace. It's from God. It's not a peace that you concoct. Then we have um, kindness. Then we have goodness. Then we have patience. You know, patience is such a very strong virtue. And some of us may think we are very patient. Some of us know that we are not that patient. But the Holy Spirit helps us to be very patient. Not just with people. Not just with situations. But with ourselves. Sometimes we are not very patience with ourselves we are not patient with what god is trying to do in our lives sometimes we just want to snap and grow immediately and just become perfect and just become wonderful and amazing forgetting that there a lot of work has to be done to actually reach that point so the holy spirit works in us patience with ourselves with our situations with other people and also with god patience to know that god um would give us the things that we need at the best time just as the word of god says he makes all things beautiful in its time then another very important um um um, um let's say evidence or fruit is gentleness we are very gentle with it nothing doesn't, it doesn't mean that you be trampled on like it doesn't mean you don't have a self-worth it doesn't mean you don't understand your you know your your worth but however you are very gentle you approach things with gentleness you don't approach things with harshness with anger but you are very careful in how you share uh, how you share with people and how you relate with people you are gentle you are kind you are understanding you know gentleness is very important especially when it comes to sharing the word of god every believer has to know that the word of god should be shared with gentleness and then there is self control which is very important and i think it, its importance has increased day by day in this present time it's self-control the holy spirit helps us to be self-controlled with money with sex with food with um, luxury, the Holy Spirit helps us to be self controlled. The Holy Spirit helps us to be self controlled with how we speak. The Holy Spirit helps us to be self controlled with our emotions. The Holy Spirit helps us to be self controlled with our anger. The Holy Spirit helps us to be self controlled with our silence. So, the Holy Spirit helps us to be self controlled. And self control is so important. When a person is not self controlled, it's disaster waiting to happen. Just as, just as the Bible says in Proverbs, a man that does not have rule over his spirit, um, um, is is, I'm paraphrasing. Let me not say what is not there, but he said that uh, a man that has a rule over his spirit is better than a man that can defeat or that can that can take over a a town. So, the book of Proverbs talked a lot about that. It talked about having a control over your spirit, knowing when to say what to say, knowing when not to say, knowing when to get out of a place knowing when to be in a place so self-control is very important and this is one of the um things that the lord does and uh, in the life of every believer you know um you just know you just know the limit. You just know when to stop. You know when to stop something. You know when to start. And you know when to be out of a place. You know when not to be out of a place. You know when your relationship has come to an end. You know when your relationship should continue. Self-control is so important. And this is what one what of the one of the things that the Holy Spirit you know does in the life of a believer. And then we have faithfulness. I think I'm not saying them very um orderly but then there is faithfulness this is you no know, the ability to be honest the ability to be trustworthy the ability to be entrusted with things the ability to when you say something people can believe you and trust you because you've been tried and tested and known to be a person of your word a person of um your actions a person that stands by the truth and you you don't change your stand so this is one of the things that the holy spirit does in our life if you want to know more of these things that I've said although I've already said it before Galatians chapter 5 19 to 22 gives you a proper roundup of um, the things that the Holy Spirit does in our lives and we can call that the evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Now with all the things that um, has been said um, earlier Um, It's important to know that a Christian cannot have an effective Christian life if they are not guided by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the core of um, the ministry um, that Jesus Christ has given to us. The the Holy Spirit is the core of the church. The Holy Spirit is the core of um, our ability to scale through um, life effectively and be able to do the will of God. The Holy Spirit is our strength, is our enabler. So, doing what, doing the work of God without the Holy Spirit is just um, going um, into a journey without a map. It's just like going to a farm without tools. It's just like um, trying to perform a surgery without equipment. It's like trying to cook meal a meal without the ingredients. So, a believer who does the who tries to do a ministry at the holy spirit is doing a very futile um job but does that mean that's not happening in our day and age yes it is does that mean that people are actually um living in in contrast to what the holy spirit represents true does it mean that does does that does that um stop the fact that people have made a huge mockery of what the holy spirit represents true now in this day and age a lot of um caricature um from not just outsiders if, if if it is from people that are are not christians if they are if they are from people that hasn't have not been or are not involved or do not know who the Holy Spirit, is, i do believe that that would um there would be a sort of understanding because they don't know so there's a sort of ignorance however most of the um issues that are being faced within the body of christ are those that claim to receive the holy spirit yet um live lives do things contrary to what the holy spirit represents and that also brings me down to also say that people um um, say what the holy spirit has not said people uh, create their own rules and laws and say that the holy spirit inspired this when the holy spirit has not and how does one know that the holy spirit has not done this time time is a true test of anything now because the holy spirit is the spirit of god whatever god says or whatever the holy spirit um, um says to us as god has god is saying like i like i already said earlier that jesus christ said that the holy spirit will tell us all that god wants to say so when the holy spirit speaks that's equals to god speaking at that moment so whatever the holy spirit inspires us to say whatever the holy spirit um instructs us to do time will not change it. it is going to be constant because god himself does not um change his word he does not change his his um it does not he does not twist his pattern or he does not twist well I, i'm not saying to it but whatever, whatever the lord says is standard is set so Time will test whatever the Holy Spirit has inspired anyone to do and it would not change. It doesn't matter the century, it doesn't matter the time, that will remain as it is. But then, there are people who claim that the Holy Spirit inspired them to do this, inspired them to create certain doctrines, inspired them to start this, inspired them to do this. At the end of the day, time, they, they, they does not even last time. And that is an evidence that shows that the Holy Spirit you know, guide such one into things. There are people that have that has, that have also used um, the name of the Holy Spirit to scam other people. <laughs> to scam people, they say what the Holy Spirit has not said. And then those who are listening to them, because they themselves do not, you know, have any relationship with the Holy Spirit, take whatever is being said to them, hook, line, and sinker, without any filter. Now, another very important thing that the Holy Spirit does in the life of any believer is he is a filter through which anything coming in is filtered. If the Holy Spirit is in, is, is in two people, if two people have truly received the Holy Spirit, they both will be able to communicate even without speaking because whatever the other person is saying, or rather, they'll be able to communicate or they'll be able to appreciate what each of them are saying I'm trying to say this in a word that will be, be well properly expressed. Let me give an example. If a person comes and says, okay, the Holy Spirit inspired me with this, or the Holy Spirit expri- explained this passage to me in this way, somebody else who has genuinely received the Holy Spirit will quickly receive um, this understanding in their hearts. It will not sound like completely strange. It will not sound um, 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 out of the box. It will not sound like something that is... Um, Uningenuine. Even if there is no complete understanding, the other person will be able to identify that yes, what this person is saying is truth. As Jesus Christ said, that the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of truth. So, whatever anybody is saying that they say is inspired by the Holy Spirit would be received as truth by anyone who has also received the Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is a filter, and that's why. Sitting down, listening to people preach, listening down, listening to anybody um, share whatever they are saying, I can, I, I can, I can accept, I can, um, let I say, welcome those thoughts and ideas as the Holy Spirit filters it in my heart. Now, even if it's something that I have not understood before or I have not given much attention to, if what that person is saying is truly inspired by the Holy Spirit, is truly a word from the Holy Spirit, as the person is sharing it, my spirit would also grasp and understand and be be in agreement with what is being said now people have used the holy spirit to stamp people people have used the holy spirit to manipulate people and that is not what the holy spirit is about now without the holy spirit the work that god has given any believer will not be effective because like i said the holy spirit is the one who makes the impact whatever any believer decides to do as a ministry as a work the impact comes um, from the holy spirit now i know that there are people over time that their ministry seem to have impact but like i said what tests impact what test any inspiration is time does time change that inspiration does time change that concept does time change the standard if time is changing the standard then there has to be a cross check because whatever the holy spirit inspires stands the test of time a clear note is this the holy spirit is not like i said he is received he is a gift he does not put pressure from personal experiences that i've had in my work with the lord the Holy Spirit never puts us pressure. He may convict us. He may bring to us to like things that we do not understand. He brings um, light to darkness, to confusion. However, he would never force his idea, force his thought, force instructions on us. The Holy Spirit is a very gentle spirit. The Holy Spirit works in a very gentle way. And he's very big on partnership. The Holy Spirit is very big on agreement. So, the Holy Spirit never pushes us and that's why i said that people that use the holy spirit to manipulate others are not working with the holy spirit the holy spirit never manipulates any or anyone to do what they don't want to do the holy spirit first of all reveals things to us explains things to us gives us idea and gives us like a platform and like okay are you willing to agree to this are you willing to be part of this it is left for the person to agree with the holy spirit and then step by step walk in line with the holy spirit the spirit will never push or force us to do what we don't want to do however because um we know that the holy spirit is the spirit of god and we know that whatever instruction or guide that is being laid in our heart is for our own good we know that in the long run whatever we are obeying will lead to um to the glory of God and will also be for our good. For example, the Holy Spirit could say, do not wear this dress, do not go this place. We could choose to ignore that and do what we want to do. But along the line, we later realize, or we, if we if we disobey and do what we want to do, we realize why, and at the end of the day, we may have um, lost out on what the Holy Spirit was trying to present to us. It could also still be a lesson, but it's better to obey than wait for a wait for a lesson now the work of the holy spirit in the life of every believer is to bring them to perfection to bring them to perfection to christ it does it, god is not expecting us to become perfect like immediately like all of a sudden we are just like him all of a sudden but as anyone walks with the holy spirit they continue to transform and transform and transform into the likeness of christ now in Zechariah chapter 4 from verse 6 to 7 very, very um, is a very is a common verse that is used, and I'm just going to use um say a paraphrase of it. Not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. The Christian work is not by power, it's not by might, it's not by just your moral standard, it's not by how much you can withhold sin. It's not about how much you are a pious person, because all of those barriers could be broken down, however. What can cause your moral standard to stand the test of time is the grace of the Holy Spirit. It is the strength of the Holy Spirit. He is the one that helps us to say no to sin. He is the one that helps us to say yes to righteousness. And as we are doing this, we depend on God, not on our righteousness, not on our own strength. And all this brings us back to humility. So anyone that works with the Holy Spirit that has been worked on by the Holy Spirit cannot be proud because they know that it is not by their own ability they are able to maintain or they are able to keep doing what they are doing. They know that it is just the grace of God that has helped them and has kept them on. So anyone that has been worked on by the Holy Spirit cannot be proud. They cannot feel they are better than other people. Anyone that is in that category has not really allowed the Holy Spirit to work in their heart. Because what the Holy Spirit does in our life is that as we walk with Him and as we obey Him and as we partner with Him, He shows us more and more the places that we need to depend on God for. And as you are... there is Somebody somebody depending on that person for their life cannot be proud. Okay, Let me not use the word cannot. I know some people are still, but in the real ideal sense, cannot be proud. Because they know that the reason why they are able to keep on is on the person that they are depending on. So the Holy Spirit lets us, shows us the places and shows us our hearts and shows us our relationship with the Lord. And as we keep on progressing, we know that... It is not by our strength, it is only by the grace of God. Testimonies are bound and the thing is that um, from my own life, from my, from my work with the Lord personally, I could see how real and tangible um, the presence of the Holy Spirit is. And most importantly, I've realized his work in my life is to confirm my character to the image of Christ. Um, aside from the other benefits that come with protection, that come with um, success, that comes with an advantage of, um, of, of knowing the will of God for my life. One of the core things that the Holy Spirit has been doing in my life is my character. And es- es- experiences are bound on um, the intimate um, um situations that I've shared um with the Lord and some of these experiences are very tangible to me because um they are very very unique points in my life um there are certain situations, there are certain experiences that you one may not be able to express fully, but one could express just a little. Now, for example, let me just give some examples of what I'm trying to say. I could be meditating on my Bible. I could be having a, a, a conversation with the Lord in my heart. I could be brooding over something that God is opening my eyes to, God is revealing to me, and God is explaining to me. And without sharing this with anyone, without speaking to anyone about this... I could literally go to a church gathering, I could go. I, sh- I could open my YouTube to listen to a message, or could be sharing or you know, in a conversation with a loved one or with a friend, and all of a sudden, they repeat exactly what God has placed on my heart, and sometimes verbatim. And there is no way these people would have known that this was what I thought of, or this was what I was meditating on, because I never shared it with them. And in these very unique situations, there were situations where I really needed specific answers for my life, That could be having a conversation with the Lord about a specific area of my life, asking God for his guidance on what to do, I could go out and exactly someone is giving me an exact response to that conversation. Or like I said, I could have a new insight into a passage or a new understanding into a concept, go out and I hear someone expressing the same thing and we are able to share. Now, the Holy Spirit helps believers to commune with each other, to have a broad relationship with each other. Because as God is um, working on one person, working on another person, everyone is coming together as individuals that are now made whole, and they're able to walk and share together. The Holy Spirit helps us to share, because the Holy Spirit could 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 lay in one's heart to reach out to someone. Now, this is a very... Um, an aspect of my life that is utterly very frequent God could lay it on my heart oh could you call this person could you text this person could you check up on this person could you call this person aside and talk with them and as I'm obeying I'm just realizing wow I had to do that and this has happened several times just reaching out to somebody speaking to them or addressing a particular issue and the person begins to just open up and it's like this is exactly what God was um, leading me to do and even in my personal life there's a situation that i needed very direct answers to and god just gives me a word to work with and as i work with that word i realize that wow this word that god has placed in my heart very specific for that situation now the holy spirit ministers in our heart and as because we receive him into our heart we receive him into our spirit and you know we are able to understand and get what he's saying by his prompting this concept will be strange to those who haven't received the Holy Spirit. And you can't receive the Holy Spirit without receiving Jesus Christ because the Holy Spirit is a gift that Jesus that comes with salvation as you receive Jesus Christ into your life. Now, this is not a metaphysical something. It's not something that can be um, concocted, that can be um, it's something that is very personal. It's something that as one um, relates with the Lord it becomes more clear. The Holy Spirit shows us things that are yet to come. The Holy Spirit reveals to us the mind of God for our future and not just our future, but the future of you know, what is to come. However, this is not something that one would try to gamble into or one would try to force their way into. This happens as one relates um with the Holy Spirit, as one is obedient, as one is open to what the Holy Spirit says. And that's why a person may come with all flamoins, quoting the scripture, saying a lot of knowledgeable things from the scripture, but if it is not inspired by the Holy Spirit, if that person is not working in the power of the Holy Spirit, any believer who is working in the power of the Holy Spirit will know and will not be swayed and will not be deceived. Now, the Holy Spirit helps believers not to be deceived, not to be swayed by just sweet words because that is not that is not the core of the holy holy the holy spirit the core of the holy spirit is truth the holy spirit is the spirit of truth so a believer that works with the holy spirit will not be deceived by sweet words by manipulative words, because he has the spirit of god in him that lets him know what is and what is not you know the holy spirit opens camouflage so that we are able to see what um truly is what is truly hidden beneath there are situations where i have been faced with i didn't really know what to do i didn't really know what was going on things were very hazy like situations where i couldn't despair what was going on but because i could sense the spirit um prompting me to know that something was wrong as i stayed within the protective boundary of his instruction with time there was a revelation Like I said, the truth cannot be hidden. And that's what the Holy Spirit does. He exposes things to us. He exposes lies. He he, he reveals truth to us. And with the Holy Spirit, we are able to um, live that life that Christ wants us to have. And you see, the Holy Spirit helps us not to live in pretense. We do not have to force um, ourselves to be who we are not. We do not have to force an image that is not us. Because with the Holy Spirit, you... (laughs) We will be authentic. You will continue authentically because the Holy Spirit is not going to tear down who God has made you to be. He may correct you. He may convict you. He may um, um, let you know what to do that, that, to do better. But He's not going to tear down um, who God has made you to be. He's only going to create, um, going to help you become a better um, version of who you should be, of, of who you are. Now, the Holy Spirit does not condemn. When I mean condemn, he does not constantly remind you of your sin. Like I already said earlier, the Holy Spirit does not put pressure on us. He does not manipulate us. He lets us use our will. So we have a choice to refuse whatever prompting that the Holy Spirit gives to us. He does not condemn. You know, when, condemn also when you have you no know, repented of that sin and ask God for forgiveness, or you've changed your ways, or you've, you've, you've accepted that Probably the path you're going on was not the right path, and you've taken a step back to review your life. The Holy Spirit does not continually remind you of sin. That is not the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit may prompt you to let you know that what you've done is wrong and you should do better. Another very important thing that the Holy Spirit also does is that He you know lets us know before we commit the sin. <laughs> now, before you even do, before you do that, take that one step. The Holy Spirit will let you know that you are about to take a wrong step. Why don't you just stop? Why don't you just pause? Why don't you just take a deep breath? I remember sometime last month, the spirit was convicting and telling me, um, do not let the root of bitterness, do not let bitterness um, stay in your heart. And I'm telling you that it's been a long time that I could say, okay, I felt bitter, really, really really unhappy about something. And when that word came to my heart, I was like, well, there is no current situation per se. That is going to make me feel that way and moreover it's been a while why would i be feeling bitter about something i tell you that situations happened that looked very minute that was pushing me to bitterness and then i remembered what the lord had already told me about being careful about bitterness so the holy spirit protects us even before we do something that is wrong he tells us no don't do this no be out be careful of this no be careful of this person please watch your heart please watch your step please watch your decision so even before you step into that situation you already have an idea of um what is about to happen and you can take the proper steps to do what is right you know so the holy spirit is our step ahead he's one that lets us walk into places that we never even knew about so these are the things that the holy spirit does the life of any believer and like i said uh, the holy spirit only comes into the heart of those who have received jesus christ into their lives and that brings me to say at this point if you've not received jesus christ into your life i just want to let you know that Jesus Christ died for your sins. Jesus Christ shed his blood. Jesus Christ resurrected so that you can have a fulfilling life. So that your life can have purpose and so that you don't have to be wrapped around by sin. So that you don't have to be wrapped around by guilt. So that you don't have to be wrapped around by condemnation. No. Jesus Christ came to set you free. And the gift of the Holy Spirit is to help you live a fulfilling life live that life that God wants you to live live that life of lasting impact live that life of authenticity live that life where you know what to do not just because you always know what to do but because you know what to do that will be effective you know what we do that will stand the test of time and so if you are that kind of person on this platform you could just say a very quick prayer Lord Jesus come into my heart I accept you today forgive me of my sins Cleanse me of my sins make your place in my heart in jesus name i pray and that is all and receiving the holy spirit is also allowing receive just receive he's going to come as a gift you know there are other very other procedures as well which are not like procedures per se but as you receive jesus christ into your life um you also receive the gift of the holy spirit After receiving the Holy Spirit there is um, an infilling of the Holy Spirit now receiving the Holy Spirit is collecting the gift infilling is opening the gift so after you've received the Holy Spirit you are then filled with the Holy Spirit and like I said the the, the relationship with the Holy Spirit um is a relationship based um interaction is a partnership interaction so experience it booms as you keep on um relating with the holy spirit as you keep on Um, relay a partnering with the holy spirit your your experience grows you know and it also means that the relationship could die it means that the relationship could become dormant so it's just like the way you work with your with friendship or if you're in a relationship how you work on your relationship same with the holy spirit so being filled with the holy spirit means now that you know you experience Um, What it means to have the power to say no to sin, what it means to have the power to do the work of God. Now, apart from the general things which I already mentioned earlier, that the Holy Spirit does in the life of any believer, there are specific things that the Lord will address in your life that pertains to your purpose um, on earth, that pertains to your ministry um, on earth. So now, these are specific areas of your life that the Holy Spirit will concentrate more, which is very unique to everyone, which is unique to you, which is unique to me, yes. So, the evil of the Holy spirit could also come with the um to be the gift of speaking in tongues. I know this is another area that that actually has brought bred a lot of controversy, especially as there are people that have also abused it. There are also people that have made caricature of it. And there are also people that have created things that are not. However, speaking in tongues is real speaking in tongues happens and the feeling of the holy spirit also could come with um the gift of speaking in tongues not everybody speaks in tongues immediately but with time um yes as you desire it you would also receive it but most importantly you know when you are filled with the holy spirit you have the power to do the work of god and to do it well not just doing the work of god but to do it well so yes um, the Holy Spirit um, could be interpreted by different, um, 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 let's say, could be differently from different point of view. But from the Word of God, as I've shared here, this is what the Word of God has to say about the Holy Spirit. And I also shared with you some of my personal um, experiences as well. So yes. So if you have questions, if you have um, things that I've said in this podcast that did not sound very clear. Do not hesitate to reach out to me via the voice message. Yes, do not hesitate to reach out to me via contact button attached to the link on this platform. And also to remind you that that link on this platform is working. So do use it. Do use it. with that being said this is the end of today's episode on roscast this is the end of this particular episode if like i already said if you have questions do not hesitate to ask me and if you are listening from spotify there is a question attached to this topic um you could answer it um the link attached i already said that will lead you to other places there's blog there are series that are coming up and hopefully there is a there's an important series that i really want to take on this platform this year and i'm hoping to do that very soon i'm not going to tell you what the series is about but side note i'm going to invite someone else to join me on that podcast and i'm really hoping it works out if it doesn't work out then sorry i will have to take it but i'm really hoping that um it works out um yes i'm planning to do a collaboration with someone very soon on a series um i'm excited to have this series with the person because i believe it's going to be very important to start off this year and on um my blog i'm going to be taking some very important um very very important um blog post i'm going to be posting something very important soon so I would love you to be part of that, to join. And if you don't mind, subscribe to my mailing list. Um, when you click that link on this um, attached to this platform, it takes you to those places. The first option there gives you the opportunity to subscribe to my mailing list. Many things are supposed to happen this year. Many things are going to happen this year. Many things will happen this year. So I would love you to be part of it. So with all that being said, until next time on Rosecast, stay safe and God bless. Bye-bye.